Digital 410 Productions proudly presents the What's in Your Head podcast. Damn, I thought we were starting. Oh, you pulled a fast one on me. Digitized live from the your company name here. Studios in Cape Coral, Florida. It's the What's in Your Head podcast with your hosts Gordon and Don Abernathy. What's up? What's up? What's up? OG5. It's Tuesday. Boy. Yay. It's Tuesday. Closer to Wednesday, which is closer to Thursday, which is a hell of a lot closer to payday than we were last week. So we got that going for us. No, you don't get paid every week out that way? No, not not in these here parts. So I found out something. Well, hold I on. Got I got to introduce everybody. Mr. Jump the Gun. Mr. Jump wow. the Gun, joining us from Las Vegas, Nevada, Mr. Gordon Abernathy. And joining us from across the river, across the city of Fort Myers and up near where the fancy Home Depot is, it's Mike No Use for Last Name. Mike, how you been? It's been a while, sir. It's been a hot minute, gentlemen. How is she going, eh? She's blowing and going pretty good. Somebody's been watching a lot of Canadian TV, eh? Take off, hoser. <laughs> watching some Letter Kenny, eh? Give your balls a oh, tug. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Give your balls a tug, bud. You know, it's surprising to me how many people, even of my age, never got to enjoy the majesty of the Red Green Show. I'll go even older than that. That was a good one. Bob and Doug McKenzie. The McKenzie brothers. Take off, hoser. And, and Mike is now looking slightly lost. You know why a hoser is considered? You know who is uh, Doug and Bob McKenzie? Take off, eh? I've heard the name. Who the actors were who played them? No. Don? I know Rick Moranis, but I can't think of the other guy. I know Neither can you. <laughs> the other guy. Yeah, the other guy. They're originally was from that, Second City. Was the other guy Doug or was he Bob? No, uh, I don't know. I know they're from Second City. But their their catchphrase is take off, hoser. You know why hoser is considered a derogatory term, Gordon? No. Okay. I've, I've lost this contest today. The reason, at least in the world of CTT, Second City Television and the McKenzie Brothers, the reason one may refer to you as a hoser and why that is considered uh, derogatory or a put-down. See, when you're growing up in Canada, eh, and you're playing a little uh, ice and puck and stick and puck and ice hockey. Are you talking uh, up there in the Great Night North, eh? They go off Great White North. So when you're out there playing outdoor lake hockey in between rounds, somebody has to be the... Zamboni, if you will. And they didn't have Zamboni, so they had a water hose and some squeegees. The losing team, oh, sure. the guy who was the team who was losing had to hose the lake, so they're a bunch of hosers. Also known as a hose head or just a knob. There you go, hoser. So how's everybody doing? Um if you can tell by the change in pitch in my voice, I'm doing He's got better. a small man grabbing his balls. No, what? I'm doing better. A large man Terrible. grabbing my balls. Better um, than what? We never knew you were not doing good. Well, this weekend I had alluded to you that I was feeling like poo-poo. Yeah. So I caught the common cold, I believe, and anytime I catch the common cold, it usually blows right up into sinusitis. You always had it. issues with your respiratory systems. That's not really respiratory, well, is it? I'm talking about... The whole gambit, the allergies, that's kind of nose and nasal. Well, come to find out, I actually have no allergies. Mm -hmm. I was, um, the interesting thing about 
medical care these days, when you go to see uh, your general practitioner, they take the kitchen sink approach and they assume that you've got allergies. Well, I've been tested and all my allergies are so minimal that it doesn't even matter. Then what was with the large consumption of hay fever medicine when you're a child? Irritants. Oh, I, well, my bad. I am not allergic to anything out here in Las Vegas. See? Back there, I was allergic to, I think, Goldenrod. At least That's that was my gay told. porn name. <sighs> Goldenrod. Now you're just gay for pay, right? Yeah, he's broke. Um, $7 in my goddamn name. Anywho, so no, it's more. I saw two separate allergists, and they basically. Had and that's it, ladies and gentlemen. We're no longer on YouTube. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so needless to say, it's just irritation. Uh, I get irritated quite easily, apparently. So, anywho. So I put back on my. To you, Bob. I put on my Sherlock Holmes hat. Well, it worked the other day, and I started going through Spotify to try to do the math to figure out which one of our episodes YouTube pulled down for uh, harassing and bullying. Yeah. <laughs> because I find it's yeah. interesting how we could... Did last week? Because we thought last week would be... No, last week's good. I think it was the episode where we made references to Muslims <laughs> and a few other things. Jesus. So, yeah. I think combined, uh, that's, Oops. that was the episode. Uh, <laughs> but the good news is... Hey. Um, it's still up on Facebook, so you guys can go check it out there. I think it's like three or four episodes, but we're back. Uh, you know, hey, we're hey. In the next, once I'm in town and we uh, make a shooting, mm -hmm. I may put or a may thirty not round magazine on it to make sure I only insert a twenty nine mound rag. Is it twenty? Holy fudge! <laughs> wow! Holy. And I'm the one drinking twenty nine round magazine because apparently, apparently, it's against the guidelines. To uh, insert thirty-round magazine because YouTube and Google are in California and they're following. Well, what's these interesting is California considering rules. it a upgrade weapons modification. Well, because technically, in the land of California, where everything's letter of the law, everything has a fucking cancer um, disclaimer on it. The gun didn't. So let me ask you this: If the, well, gun, the gun didn't come with any magazine, so is any magazine considered a fucking modification in California? Say, Absolutely, goddamn. It didn't literally. come with a ten-round. No. Really came with came with a thirty round mm. magpul. Well, that's what I'm saying. If the gun comes with a thirty round, then technically it's not an upgrade because that's how you bought it factory stock. Just like I found out in the world of drones, I guess it has to be two point nine, like twenty nine point nine grams or whatever, whatever that weight of the small Mavic Mini is. How many bags of weed is that? I don't know. Um, whatever the weight the Mavic Get Mini done. is, it's like point one grams under the weight limit that would require you to have an FAA license. <laughs> so basically you get a speck of mud on it and it's overweight. So How, the Mavic 2 would actually require an FAA commercial licensing? Um, I believe so. One? I'll have to talk to Zach because he has the one. But the funny thing is, is that is you can buy it at that weight and not have to have a license. And then you go out and you buy the bigger battery, which would then put it over the weight limit. But you, because you bought it under the weight limit, you're still in the free and clear. That's the loophole. There's always loopholes. Always loopholes have loopholes. Oh, and they also <sighs> banned pistol braces, too. So, uh, I wish DeSantis would have came on our show. Huh? <laughs> I said, I wish DeSantis would have came on our show. I called him oh, out in a asked, post. Huh? And he's like, I didn't ask. I just tagged him in a post. <laughs> yeah. We're small time. Well, it was a story about how Georgia and a few, like seven or ten other states just passed constitutional carry. 
And I said, that would never happen here in Florida because they need that revenue. Yeah. And when you go to get now, your is good, this the nope, revenue nope, nope, from nope. the CCW or is it the revenue from somebody saying, I see a gun sticking out of that waistband? Both. You know, but the CCWP here in Florida, here's the procedure. And this is why I say most gun laws are just to keep guns out of poor people's hands. First and foremost, now, this was six years for me before, before the um, inflation. It's like $125, $130 for the class. You got to go sit through the class. And people think, people think, oh, concealed carry class, we're going to teach you to be a responsible firearm owner. Not me. <laughs> now, is that, do they require an eight-hour class there? Something like that, but it has. I mean, hours, yeah. But it has Require. absolutely nothing to do with guns, gun safety, what? or handling. It's an eight-hour class on the laws of when it is appropriate to use your firearm, and they tell you this is not a gun safety class. If you want that, you need to go sign up for an NRA gun safety class. This class is the state of Florida regulation that teaches you about what's considered legal to carry with a concealed permit. What you don't need a permit, when to shoot, blah 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 blah. They take you through eight hours, then they make you drive down a gun range. They give you a revolver and just have you pull the trigger. They don't even let you shoot your own gun. Nope. They give you a revolver Holy and let shit. you pull the trigger. Gotta live in Nevada. They prefer you to shoot and then you carry. And then they <laughs> issue the paperwork, and then you schedule an appointment with the um, agricultural department. I got my CCW for a wheel gun. <laughs> then you have to schedule your appointment with the agricultural department. What? You go down there. Well, it's quicker to go than to send it in line or go out and pay somebody else to take your photo. So you go down the agricultural department. You stand in line. The first question they ask you, how are you paying for this today? Once I'm paying in pennies. Once they take your payment of like another $110, then they ask you for the paperwork. They don't ask you for the paperwork showing that you completed your class before they take payment. Nay. Everything is done after that payment is processed. Then they run your background. Then you fill out the I'm not I'm not addicted to a schedule one narcotic. I'm not a spy from another country. I am not this. I am not that. Yada yada yada. And then three weeks later, you get a license in the mail. Four years later, it expires. You have to pay another 50 bucks to renew it. Henceforth, my whole point is our concealed carry permit is nothing more than a fundraising scheme for the state of Florida, which is why we will never get rid of it. has it's nothing to do with gun safety. Time. So ours is... Um, Mine was way easier than that. <laughs> but you went to a gun show, sat through a 20-minute course, right? No, I was in the military. No, that's it. Well, you, you're saying going to boot camp and being in the military is way easier than sitting down so at the because, Department so of Agriculture for eight hours? You got the pass on the CCW class? I, I had two nice. two things because Florida requires either some kind of approved hunter safety safety course of some kind or uh, military background or something like that. So I had my North Carolina hunter safety education card and I Woo. had military background. So all I had to do was submit all that paperwork online, go down to the sheriff's office, get my fingerprints done, get my picture taken, and mm -hmm. then... Four weeks later, I and got my card. Give no. some money. Yeah. So out yeah. here, pay, pay the money and then get the card. Yeah, because it's all about the money. Our course, we go get to shoot the gun of our choice. But then you got to go down to. Then you got to get your fingerprints taken. Oh, I'm sorry. You got on the Las Vegas Metropolitan Police Department. 
uh, and get your fingerprints taken, and it all runs through Metro. But the interesting thing is Metro is no longer taking walk-ins for CCWs. You now got to schedule an appointment. So my shit expires in 2024. I'm trying to get my classes done like in the next month or no two. No classes. Mine expire on the 23rd, but I had to put a change in address in, and I actually went online, put the change address. They sent me my renewal form. I'm going to renew it Thursday. I'll probably mm-hmm. be technically out of license for about two weeks, but whatever. Now, worst case scenario for us $53. is we have to open carry. No. That's my worst case scenario. I have to open carry. This is yeah, we're not choice. allowed to open carry here, are we? No, not no, unless you're going fishing, fishing while you're fishing or coming home from fishing. Just carry okay. a fishing so pole. Just carry this. a fishing rod in your car? Tackle box? Anything from casking? For those of you taking notes, this is called a segue. Florida bill <laughs> would prohibit financial institutions from tracking guns and ammo purchase. See how that kind of just goes along with what we're talking about? <laughs> That's good. It's great. Uh, we've heard it's stories. Fantastic. We've heard all these stories about... Um, Capital One, PayPal, all these other organizations reaching out to people saying, hey, uh, we don't approve the purchase of guns and ammo, or they want to know how much and why and blah, 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 blah. Because, you know, we're building a catalog. Florida lawmakers announced legislation this week that would prohibit financial institutions from tracking firearm and ammo purchases in the state of Florida. The proposed bill comes after the world's largest payment processor said last year that they would adopt internal organization for standardization new merchant codes for gun shop sales. That's a fancy way of saying when you buy shit in a fucking gun store, your name's going on a list. Unless Uh, you have cash. Exactly. Firearm and ammo purchases were previously categorized as general merchandise. Remember that store? No, that was service merchandise. That was service merchandise, sir. You could buy BB guns and a necklace. It was almost like a high-class Walmart before Walmart. She was a higher-class Sears. No. Nay, sir. It was a higher-class gold circle. There's a name you haven't heard in fucking years. Holy cow. I pulled out the gold circle out out of the grave. Dusted that fucker off. State Senator Danny Burgess, a Republican, I'm sorry, and uh, Representative John Schneider, both Republicans, Said they would introduce John the Florida Schneider, Arms. Is he Bo Duke? Yep. They said they would introduce the Florida Arms and Ammo Act, which the back there you go, with the backing of the Agricultural Commissioner, Wilton Simpson, because after all, that's where you got to go to pay the $50 to get your fucking permit. The Florida Arms and Ammo Act draws a line in the sands to tell multinational progressive financial institutions, I bet you can't figure out what website I got this story from, and their allies in Washington that they cannot covertly create backdoor firearm registries for Floridians. There you go. Or else. lines in the sand, that line is in the sand, and that gets erased real easy. Yeah, especially like during high tide. Yeah. Or low tide's even better because or the people. Or a guy with a fucking rake or a foot. If you want, if you're a tourist. Or maybe you're just bitter that you don't own a boat and you want to have fun at others' expense. Well, shit, this don't work now since Hurricane Ian knocked all the fucking bars off the map. Let's say you don't live in Fort Myers. Let's say you live elsewhere where they have bars on the beach. Pre-fall 2022. What you do is you go down there to the bars on the beach and you watch Uh the people pull up around noon and they dock their vessels and they wade into the bar and then they lose track of time. More importantly, they lose track of time. Did they blow out a flip-flop in the process? They will when they're trying to push their fucking boat off the sand because they lost track of tide. tide. I don't think he caught the... uh, I caught the the reference. Um, When the low tide goes out and their boats are sitting there, I've seen so many people trying to unbank a boat with a jet ski. It doesn't work. 
Uh, look at the whales trying to push the beach whale off of the beach. Oh. So the Florida Arms yeah, Act. These are the guys with mullets and beer, beer guts. Mm-hmm. Okay. Gun control advocates have argued that the separate merchant code for firearms purchases could help curb violence. How? Explain to me how. The same how? reason that, you know. How? Crack's been illegal since the fucking 80s and no one smokes crack. Okay, the guys already bought the gun. So it's still going to help curb violence. How? Let's call this law. The, those kind of people are called cart in front of horse. Because we can find those people who have 2,000 rounds of ammo. Hey, asshole. You mean like some of these shooters who have already been on an FBI list and still nothing? You talk to any soccer mom who cares, whose son is into airsoft or paintball, and she will tell you 5,000 rounds is not a fucking lot. <laughs> it is not a lot. Their kid probably gets No, through. but it's heavy as fuck. Yeah, I know, but I'm just saying numerically when it comes to shooting yes. targets, 5,000 rounds is not a lot of ammo. When you buy an airline ticket or pay for your groceries, your credit... You be a, a very proficient marksman, you should probably be shooting 1,000 rounds every time you go out. When you buy an airline ticket or pay for your groceries, your credit card company has a special code for those retailers. It's just common sense that we have the same policy in place for gun and ammunition stores, New York City Democrat Mayor Eric Adams said last September when the new code was first announced. Wait, this is the, the mayor that carries a gun, right? Well, you know, it's the always... The one who's now said that we can't take any more immig illegal immigrants? Well, yeah, because they don't care about it until it ends up on their front door. Yeah, a dozen Republican yet. U.S. senators sent a letter to the CEOs of Visa, MasterCard, and American Express last year, arguing that the separate category, quote, the first steps towards backdoor gun control and law for law-abiding Americans, any chance that seeks to impact the United States citizens' ability to legally purchase a firearm belongs to with Congress, not payment networks, international standard-setting organizations, there. or the financial institution that some of you serve, the senators wrote in a scathing letter. Scathing. You know, <laughs> I love idiot arguments. This one gets kicked off YouTube, but here we go. Remember back when they're trying to pass Obamacare and people are fighting about it? Yeah, and I said that, uh, I think I even made the statement that it's going to make it harder to get into a doctor's in a timely manner. Oh, my God. It's taken me four months just to get into my PCP, by the way. You're on PCP? Um, I thought you were a little crazy tonight. Primary care physician, oh. you freaking drug-addled moron. No. <laughs> well, <laughs> I love the arguments of idiots. Here's, here's the one that they, the dipshits, you know, the people who don't actually listen to what they're saying and process it and think about it. <clears throat> I'll be the idiot. Well, the government requires you to have car insurance, don't it? So how is that any different than medical insurance? Gordon, you want to answer that? Um, my mind's not here. Go ahead, sir. Well, see, sir, first and foremost, the federal government doesn't require shit when it comes to car insurance. Second Correct. of all... That's state law. The state law requires you to have what kind of insurance, Mike? Liability. Now, what does liability insurance do, Gordon? It covers your. It covers the, the victims of your, of your stupidity. Running. Yes, it so, covers your stupidity. Your argument but, stating but now that now they require non-insured drivers' insurance, but protecting you from someone you. else's actions. Yes. 
So your whole excuse of, well, if you got to have car insurance and make sure you have to have health insurance. No, in your, in your example, that well, means that you would have to argue. have health insurance for your kid or your wife, not yourself. I will argue that you should have health insurance. Well, if ifs and buts is candies and nuts, it'd be Christmas any day or every and day. And it's fucking Christmas every motherfucking day at my house. Yep. So there's that. Yeah. I love. Yeah, look at a bill before your insurance and you'll shit bricks. <sighs> look at your goddamn. Uh, hey, anybody notice your internet bills not consistent anymore? No bills are consistent nothing. anymore. I was going to say, nothing is consistent. <laughs> well, we talked about our electric. Our, our fucking gas has doubled. Our electric, thank God I've got solar that only goes up 2% a year uh, on my house. So I don't feel the 14% increase that's coming on Envy uh, Energy. Well, for those of you who don't track the goings, ins, and outs of your bank account when it comes to your automatic payments, I have a question. Look at your Comcast bill. It used to have a flat rate. It used to pay X amount for internet and X amount for TV. But they announced five years ago that, interestingly enough, right around the time all the computer companies started pushing people to go to cloud, hey, with this new iPhone, you get five gigs worth of iTunes cloud storage. With this new Windows machine, you get three gigs free of OneDrive storage. With this Android, you get 14 gigs free of Google Cloud storage. Comcast and CenturyLink and all these other internet service providers said, huh, that means more people are going to be using data. They're going to be uploading a lot of this shit to the internet. In order to view that shit, they got to download it. So... Aren't we the fools by letting people pay for flat rate internet speeds? So no longer are you paying for internet speeds. Now you're paying for data just like your cell phone. And so when you're pushing podcasts out of your house and you're downloading shows, your kids are playing Xbox and you're streaming. Oh, wow. My Comcast was $20 more this month after updating three Xboxes and all this shit. Yeah, because it's just like. And now the interesting thing is, is we all do it because we're all so old. When you get home, your phone goes where? It connects to your Wi-Fi because yeah. for the longest time, well, I'm not going to use my phone's data plan. I got flat rate internet at home. Now you're like, fuck, which pl- data have I used? Plan, so. which, well, yeah, most of them say flat rate, but if you look at the, they'll throttle that shit down. So it's a little bit Allegedly slower. T-Mobile I, will I was, I was going to say all your inter- internet providers and data providers and all that, they have that little font at the bottom mm-hmm. of their contract that says after 20 gigs of mm-hmm. internet usage, you will throttle your speeds may slow down yep and so yeah, now you're like swearing they're not doing that anymore but bullshit t-mobile does they're full of shit yeah they're all doing it it's mm-hmm. so yeah so that's why your bill may be a little more expensive i'm seriously i'm probably going to finally unhook my cable tv keep the internet and uh go streaming, streaming services man your the image the image is just a better quality now that being said, I had to go up to what's called Gigablast. <laughs> so, um, Sounds like and it's the porn. second highest. Finger blast? Yeah, close Finger enough. Bang, bang. <laughs> Depending on how, if I do get a warning at 75%. I think, and, I and, and Katina's like, oh my God, we're at 75%. I was like, I want to get it up to 99% because that's what the fuck I'm paying for. Yeah, right. I want my fucking <laughs> money's worth. You know, mother, fuck you. I'll pay an extra $2 because I'm going to go over a smidge. And then we ended up, I think last month we were real close. I think I had like two gigs left. I said, I'm just playing video games today because it uses less bandwidth than streaming. So it's all input output commands. Yeah.
Have you heard about Kai, the hitchhiking hatchet hero? This dude went from this heroic, beautiful person to wanted for murder. An absolute bizarre scene here in West Fresno. A man plows his car into a PG&E worker, pinning him against his truck. Two women are trying to help him. He runs up and he grabs one of them, man. So I fucking ran up behind him with a hatchet. Smash, smash, smash. Everyone around the world wanted a piece of this kid. How do you know this guy? The internet, man. Is that really you? How did it make you feel, though, being this viral sensation? I'm not a virus. I'm a sensation. I'm Kai. Most people that are heroes are not homeless people. There was something funny about him and kind of cute and sweet and innocent. He has such an endearing quality. There's so much charisma. Before I say anything else, I want to say no matter what you've done, you deserve respect. Even if you make mistakes, you're worthwhile. If you're going to glorify someone, you better know who you're glorifying. Kai, the hatchet-wielding hitchhiker, he's been arrested for allegedly taking the life of a man in New Jersey. There was no forced entry, but under the computer is a phone number with the name Lawrence Kai. Made you just stop and think, could he be responsible for something like this? Part of me wondered what actually happened that day in Fresno. Was this him being the hero or not? Smash! Hitting somebody in the head with a hatchet three times, blunt side or not, is violent. Smash! When it comes to a certain situation of pressure, you either become a diamond or you get crushed. So The hatchet-wielding hitchhiker documentary on Netflix. I remember when that- The end of a hatchet is definitely more um, effective. I remember that story first came out, not the murdering part, but the when he became a hero. I worked at Stan and Haney. Why did I think Bill and Ted? He, watching this documentary, because, you know, we saw the video where he, that smash, smash, and they made the autotune songs, because that's what they're doing. You know, that was right around the time of hide your kids, hide your wife, and I went downstairs and get myself a cool drink, and I said, oh, Lord, ain't nobody got time for that, you know, and they're making all those autotune songs out of the YouTube clips. It was right, right around that time, and I remember when that Blink. story blew up. Blink. Blink. But I was watching that documentary and they're interviewing these people who signed him to a reality TV contract and they showed his contract and took him 10 minutes to sign it because he signed it in hieroglyphics for his version of it. Oh, this dude's just a douche. And he was on his way to go and Jimmy Kimmel Live pulled up out front, pulls his dick out, pisses all over the Jimmy Kimmel Live sign. Guard came out, yelled at him, goes on the show, Jimmy Kimmel cuts him a check or gives him some prize money. He goes and gives it to the guard. Sorry for pissing on the sign. They said they took him to the hotel. He fucking downed like a whole bottle of Jack Daniels. And I'm watching this guy. I'm like, this guy's fucking David Waterman. That's exactly what I was thinking. Controlling him. <laughs> and, <they're, laughs> and the people who run this production company who are trying to figure out a way to. Is that more of a charismatic Dave the Waterman? Well, Dave, Dave was very charismatic. He People liked him, but he was a fucking loose cannon. He's hard to control, especially when he's drinking. And this cat, you know, this reality TV, oh, man, we got we, we got our fucking gold mine here. This, this guy's fucking, he signed, we have an exclusive contract. And, like, what are we going to do with him? They couldn't keep, they, he had no attention span. So the first this thing is that belongs with Howard Stern. 
he had no attention span. So like, well, maybe we can try quick, you know, two and a half minute online movie reviews. We'll just put up on YouTube. His attention span was so short he couldn't make it through in a two and a half minute video to do a movie review. Actually, he, they said that he couldn't watch the movie, so they said, okay, we'll just have him watch the trailer. He didn't have the attention span to sit through a two and a half minute trailer to do these videos. And they finally realized that there's nothing we can do with this guy. He has no, there's a reason he's homeless. He has no attention span. He has no skill. But I'm just watching. I'm like, he was fucking insane. Like, the lady who went and picked him up, when she got him down to Jimmy Kennel, she put him in front of a, a PA and said, I've been with him for 16 hours, watch him for five minutes. The guy's like, this guy's an adult. I ain't watching. He said, I turn around and he's pissing on the Hollywood Walk of Fame out in the middle of the street. And I'm just watching this movie before they got to the, the weird parts. But I'm just thinking, yeah, I know exactly how those production crews feel trying to wrangle wrangle a Tasmanian devil and put a microphone into him and try to get some content out of him. Not an easy task by any main shape. Or form. <laughs> but it's a very interesting dive. Nope. Is Dave uh, still off the map? I, I literally... People ask me every once in a while, when's the last time I heard from Dave? I heard from him the Monday before the pandemic hit because that's when we laid him off the show, told him to take a little time off and put a Kaiser safe say on us. But yeah, if you guys want to check that out, if you're uh, looking for something to watch on Netflix, check out the Hatchet Wielding Hitchhiker. You'll uh, be glad you did. It's it's a fun romp, but it also has the angle of uh, make your old lady happy with the uh, true crime angle. So that's streaming now on Netflix. So I actually had something it's show related while we're on this subject that mm-hmm. I started watching yesterday. It's a, a new series on HBO with Pedro Pascual. Who? Pedro Pascual. Who? The man the Mandalorian. Oh, okay. The Last of Us, based off of a video game. Which I always thought was kind of a Oh, what the hell was that? This other zombie game. It was just another one of the zombie games and a plethora of zombie games that were out at the time. Well, and you would think that same with this being a series. But the whole premise of what turns people into zombies actually makes sense, especially if you ever watched the documentary Fantastic Fungi. It's about fungus. Well, that's actually what ends up controlling people. And there's something called psyllium that runs under the ground that three and a half miles deep and plants can talk to plants with it. That's kind of the, kind of where they go with this. But, uh, I tell you, it's kind of like as that. much as I liked black summer. I think this one's going to be better. Interesting. Kind of like the, the, um, disease deers get, they call what it, wasting disease or they just, their head swells up and they just walk around drooling. Yep. Yeah. But this is like, and you almost have to think of the flood too, from, from halo a little mm-hmm. bit. They get this, the psyllium coming out of their mouths. He said but if it goes so far, they'll just be stuck to the wall and there's just a bunch of fungus and huh. then their skeleton. That's funny. But uh no, it's been really it really good. Uh um there's definitely a, a major an interesting and a very sad beginning to the series. But uh Bambi sad? Is there a dead mom involved? Yes. Well, not a dead mom. Maybe a dead Bambi. Um but yeah, I, if you got HBO or HBO Max, please check out The Last of Us. It's only been one episode so far, so. And even if you don't up, have it, you may be surprised to find that you have HBO included with your Amazon Prime account. So check there. 
Do you have it? Happen. Um, I, I used to could. I don't know if we still do. Or, you know, wait till it's all out and then you get it for a week and, and dump it. Yeah, free. I've been thinking yeah. about doing a huge binge of all the fucking Yellowstone shows during like a seven-day free Paramount Plus stream. Well, you got you to gotta let uh, 1923 run its course. And then they're going to come out with 1939 and then we'll be caught up. Nineteen twenty three. They come out with the four sixes first. World War II, a World War One era, so they'll have to do like a nineteen thirty nine. I tell you, nineteen twenty three is very strong too. Um, and that's yeah. That's it. So what do you got going on, Mike? Any interesting uh, shows, or you just been busy working? I've been busy working my ass off. You still playing Scramble for me, Ian? Um. Well, I started a new. I was going to say you you had a new gig coming on the pike. Yeah. Start a new job. Now you're the man, right? I am a plumbing plumbing manager. He's the man under the man. He's the uh, sub man, man. But I've been out in the field. Uh, They told me that I was going to be out in the field for like four months learning their system, which is wild. You got a lot of um, tablets and shit that you're using. Uh, They gave me a phone. Um, They're supposed to give me a tablet, at least from what I understand. Um, but you've got a combination of like, I have to fill out like emails with customer information. And then I also have to fill out like paper, uh, invoices and stuff like that with customer information. So, press font. Just tell them to press hard and make sure it goes through all four copies. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I, I, I just been busy doing that. I mean, it's, uh, you know, the, they're open from eight in the morning till eight at night and, Okay, so yeah, it's I've, definitely. Okay. I've I've worked just about ten to twelve hours every day for the last almost two weeks. Yep. Downside of being the man, it's, yep. it's it's been rough, but it's been worth it. So. I don't know the last time I worked an eight-hour day. I think it's been ten years. Yeah. Speaking of work, my boss, um, he hired himself a uh, a uh, marketing fella, and as yeah. marketing fellows are telling people to do in corporations. Big and small. Hey, man, you need to get online. You need to get some video content out there and maybe some audio content. So they suggested some social media, some TikToks, some some shorts on uh, YouTube and whatnot. Some reels, some podcasts. Some, reels, some podcasts. This boss came to oh. me and said, hey, uh, we got this kind of empty room over here. Can we set up a podcast studio? I said, yeah. He said, well, just give me a list of what we need. And I thought about it. I said, let me do you a solid. I said, uh, podcast, most of them fail after 10 episodes. Ain't no reason. Yeah, we've been failing for five years now. <laughs> ain't no reason. Well, I'll get to that momentarily. There ain't no reason to uh, invest in a bunch of equipment if you're only going to do eight episodes. I said, so here's what we're going to do. I got the formerly known as the Act Computers Mobile Podcast Studio in a crate out in my garage, which is not climate controlled, not being used. So why don't I bring that in here? All you got to do is provide a computer, which we got like six of them in the back, internet, and uh, Bob's your uncle. So I brought in the formerly known at Computers Podcast Studio and a crate in, set up my microphones. I told him, I said, if we start doing this, you start doing this, and you foresee this being a thing, start off by buying better microphones, and then we'll take my microphones back, and then we'll get a better mixing board, and you know we'll slowly reverse engineer it with better equipment. But there's no reason to go out and drop a bunch of stuff. And so um, he's in all these different business networking groups, and as you know, we jokingly say here on the uh, What's In Your Head podcast that, in 2023, podcasts are like garage bands were in the 80s and 90s. Everybody had one. <laughs> yep. And if everybody has one, everybody's a fucking expert. Yep. 
So he's got these people in his marketing groups who run businesses, teaching people how to podcast and this and that. But he's got me. And so when these people come at him trying to sell their wares, he's like, well, I, I got Don. He's got about 250 podcasts under his belt. He got a whole network. I got to thinking, that sounds a little light. <laughs> so before the show, I went through the catalog, plus Mike, I asked Mike how many episodes uh, of his podcast I've been on. You're going to update him with the numbers. Oh, I'm going to give him an interesting. Um, what's the name of our network, Gordon? Digital 410. As of tonight, as of right now, this is episode 410 of podcasts that I have done in the last five years. So I've actually done, including the ones that I've been guest on. It's a double entendre. So that digital includes 410 on digital 410. That includes the Waterman D Train Show. What's Your Head no. podcast, the Fail to Fail no. podcast, the What's the Scuttlebutt podcast, the OG5 podcast. What do you say, four episodes of the uh, Tackle Your Personal Best podcast? Four or five, something like that. Um, yeah. I've been a guest on the Unsupervised podcast, I think once. I know once, maybe twice, but I didn't count the second time. Um, I think the, we scared him off. The What Makes You Famous podcast. Well, no, he got a food truck, so he's been super busy. The What Makes You Famous podcast. Well, we scared people off because, you know, we're... Here's an idea for sure. What do you guys think about this? The Fraternal Order of the Community Guideline Violators. <laughs> it's a little wordy. Perfect. F-O-C-V. Well, see, I was going to... Fuck off. <laughs> I was going to do something like, I practice freedom of speech, therefore I am a community... And then I was like, no, nah, that's too long. And I thought, well, community guideline violator and proud. Then I thought, well, how about the Fraternal Order of Community Guideline Violators? It sounds old enough. But anyhow, with uh, all the other podcasts I've been on, I can go to them tomorrow and say, hey, I don't want you giving people misleading information. When you sell them back off, you don't need expertise. you got somebody who has two. It's 410 podcasts. But, yeah. Not to mention the years of radio. Yeah, I didn't count those. Yeah, my question to, to, to him would be, so these, these people suggesting podcasts, these marketing guys, how many do they have? Well, the guy he paid uh, to come <laughs> film some videos today, he, he has a podcast, but I don't, I don't know how many he he has, but yeah. So anyhow, I think what's going to end up happening is, is I'm going to produce his podcast, and I might even host it on our network so we can cross-platform advertise, and that'll be another podcast I can throw the This Has Been a Digital 410 production, and it'll be one that I won't be on. I, I, I think I might be on one or two, but his whole goal is to interview other MSPs and stuff, so cool. Um, Outstanding. But, and I think he's going to continue to hire this director to direct the videos, but I'm going to edit them in-house so he saves money on editing. And Editing's maybe by the time expensive. my next review rolls around, I'm like, well, not only is he doing this, but he's doing all this and this and this, and, you know, maybe it's good for me in the future. So anyhow, 410 as of tonight. Internal monologue of a... And it's internal monologue. You know... Yes. Do I? I wouldn't say I call myself a green person. I'm more of a pasty white. But I would say, and I think Mike can agree, and Gordon too, because he snowboards and mountain bikes and what have you. Apparently I did. Apparently, <laughs> prior to me getting into fishing and kayaking and enjoying the wonderful polluted waterways of Cape Coral, Florida. Is it still littered with the outhouses? Yeah, but they finally started cutting the trees out. Gator Circle looks pretty barren, but anyway, that's another story for another But time. there's an outhouse that's on pure display now, right? Well, they're all over the place. Yeah. We got, we got to trim the trees. Hardcore Republicans tend to 
I don't believe in man-made global warming. Blah, 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 yeah, blah. yeah, yeah. We call them the kooks. I call those the couch sitters. Mm-hmm. Because I, too, at some point, wasn't that hard, but I was a little down on the green folk. Still not into the green nuts. They're a little crazy. except for It's always somewhere in the middle. But what I have discovered in my last two and a half years, the people who just completely blind eye it, as I said, are the couch folks, because those mm-hmm. are the people who are sitting at their office in their couch. If you go out and run a dirt trail or ride a single track trail and see all the pollution in the woods, or you find yourself out in a kayak or a boat, you might, if you have a boat and you're here in Florida, you might find yourself joining the Captains for Clean Waters because you see all of the fucking man-made pollution. Last time Mike and I were out, I got myself a nice left-handed CCM fucking hockey stick found floating yes, in the canal. You said a phrase that I'm, that made me think of this. Soon I discovered that this rock thing was true. Jerry Lee, Jerry Lee Lewis, Lewis was, was the devil. devil. Jesus was the architect okay. previous to his career as a prophet. All of a sudden, I found myself in love with the world. So there's only one, one thing, thing that I could do. do was ding a ding dang, dang along, ding dong. Yep. Name that song, Mike. Yeah, no. <laughs> Jesus built my hot rod. It by was a one love affair ministry, but but it can be confusing for the uninitiated because it's not sung by Al Jorgensen. That song is actually well, actually parts of it is sung by the one and only Jello Buffaro from the Butthole Surfers, which are both Texas bands. Yeah. Ding 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 Welcome to the ADHD podcast, where we jump all over the place. If you go out and Adderall, hunt, anyone? fish, Adderall. surf, boat, you'll see all the pollution, and you realize, okay, if there's this much pollution, it's got to have some o- overall effect. And so we try to find ways to reverse the course, care for our planet, come up with great ideas, but as we've often heard from other people, good intentions usually bring bad results. That path is hell is paved. By good, good intentions. intentions. The calls mount to stop offshore wind project as more whales wash up dead. We need to take a very long wait, look wait, at wait. this. Are we saying whales fly through the air and get chopped up by the blades of a, of a wind turbine? Let's find out. Lawmakers, mm. fishermen, Suspicious. and marine activists. That's a, uh, that's uh, a see, beginning of a bad right joke. The problem right there is the A word. Yeah, activists. But hey, activists, asshole, they're kind of the same. But that word. just shows this this issue is actually represented by a large tent. You have your lawmakers, your fishermen, who tend to be a little more right leaning, and your marine activists who tend to be a little more left leaning. So this is an important issue that's well got everybody in the tent. Issue. Gotcha. They're calling for the investigation into whether or not offshore wind projects are killing marine life after a recent spate. I don't know what spate of dead whales washing up along New Jersey. In New York. Well, some could argue it's just the polluted water, but that's neither here nor there. Sea freezes, fisheries, sea freeze, fisheries liaison Megan Lapp told Fox News that the Biden administration initiated intent, I'm sorry, initiative to build wind farms to combat climate change could be threatening the lives of our whales as the increasing numbers have turned up dead in various states across the country. Spate. A large number of similar things or events appearing to occur in quick succession. And this has been your vocabulary word of the night. How do you spell that, Gordon? Use it in a sentence. S-P-A-T-E. I am now a master spate. 
I can't authoritatively say that all of the whales that are washing up because of our offshore wind farms, but what I can tell you is that the seven whales that washed up off New Jersey in the past month have washed up during the intense geotheatrical surveying of wind farm lease off New Jersey, Lap said on well, Friday. Wait, wait, that's geotheatrical? Geo, I'm sorry, geotechnical surveying. Theatrical is more fun. That's the wine speaker. <laughs> is he's like a fucking song and dance going on out is there. Is it white trash to drink wine out of a mason jar? I think grape juice. The, uh, where was we? We'll rewind, roll track, pull slack, and roll back. Let's see here. I think you just need a Intense bag for the bottle. Geotechnical surveying of wind farms lease off New Jersey, Lap said on Tucker Carlson the other night. Our East Co- on the East Coast, there has been an unusual mortality event of humpback whales from 2016 until now, she continued. The only thing that has changed in the ocean is the time, I'm sorry, during this time is the fact that there have been offshore wind surveying occurring from 2015 until now. Now, does that take one guy in a boat with a with a laser finder and another guy in a boat with the, the thing and you got to try to shoot it at azimuth? Well, we often say that journalism's dead and that usually that sort of part of the topic would be covered in the story, but let's continue to see if they actually go down that road because they still haven't explained what the fuck offshore wind farming is. I Rep- bet you I know. Representative Jeff Von Drew, Republican of New Jersey, earlier Friday called for an investigation to determine whether the survey work of building Man, offshore just- wind turbines is causing harm to marine life, demanding the cessation of all offshore wind activity until the investigation is conducted. Cessation, I guess you'd go with there. It's just not used to, That's a weird way of seeing it, but anyhow. Lab echoed the lawmaker's call for the investigation telling Carson that the intense sound caused by such projects could be to blame for recent spike in well death. So they're saying it's the sound radiating through the waters causing them to have stress. Don't know. They still have well, explained. Well, they do communicate through echolocation and ultrasonic. So there is a little something there. Well, the only thing that has changed in the ocean is the surveying activities that has Which been long is, going on offshore, which we said in the previous paragraph. Has it affected said. dolphins? Good question. They need to take a very hard, long look at this. We know that the intense sound can cause bleeding in the eardrums of whales. See, six paragraphs. We're finally getting down the brass tacks. They need to take a long look at this, she said. We know that the intense sound can cause bleeding in the eardrums of wells and lesser, I'm sorry, and lesions in their ears. So what about sonar? Does that do the same thing off of ships? I don't know. If if these wind farms they're building or the surveying that they're conducting is anything like the noise that is created when they're pounding concrete blocks into the water when they're building the bridges off of fucking Sanibel, that's some wild shit. Yeah, that pressure wave ain't no good. Uh, let's see. Lap warned about the Mike impact of wind turbines. Mike probably knows about pressure waves. Oh, yeah. I'm seeing them now. Here's a picture wave of them. Um, wind turbines Explosions. in the North Sea, not far from Germany. So, yeah, here's a, here's a wind farm. It's basically a bunch of wind turbines out in the water. Exactly. I was asking about the whales in the air getting chopped up by wind turbines. Kind of like the fish. Mm-hmm. And so now, even when we and try to build whales. wind turbines off of the coast, there's a potential that the heavy sound. Well, now you just need to get the shepherd of the sea on it. Is that the one that um the cat against what? But all I know is they get pretty aggro with those hunters, and it's kind of funny. Shepherd and I'm, I'm just to set the record straight. I actually am very 
into what they're doing because uh, whale hunting is gross. Yeah, I mean, let's catch sharks, cut their fins off, to make shark fin soup, and then throw them back away. Yeah, while alive. That's just a bad look. Yeah, there's a lot of bad looks out there. Do you all see that TikTok video, Mike? Did you see that video where the guy was minding his own business in a what they call a taqueria? <laughs> some guy yeah, came in with a gun started demanding all the customers hand over their cash. And as the sheep did, another fine Texan said, fuck you, and shot him and the killed him. The guy with the gun came into play? Yeah. Did you all see that video? Missed that I one. guess the good guy with the gun got in trouble. Well, they're trying. This is what he does for a living. You can't go after him. Well, let me read this Nobody story. was being harmed. He was just threatening them no, with you, their you actually, so they gave them their shit. You actually hit it there. No one was being harmed. But the potential was there if these people did not comply. Oh, wait a second. So these people need to comply with this criminal so they don't get hurt. But yet this criminal don't need to comply with the cops. Hmm. Or just an I smell hypocrisy here. Well, or, or just an upstanding citizen for all that matter. Let's hear the story. Less the cops. Don't even pay to be an Gordon upstanding said citizen. earlier, as almost as if we actually do show prep and talk about the stuff, which we don't. He said there was an A word that was bad. Okay. Activist. Houston activists call for arrest of armed taqueria diner who shot, killed robbery suspect. <laughs> Activists said the shooter went too far being a law-abiding citizen to be a lawbreaker when he continued to fire despite there being no threat. Community activists in Houston but, are calling... But who says there's no threat? Maybe the guy felt there was a threat. Well, let's find out. Community activists in Houston are calling for the restaurant patron who shot and killed a robbery suspect during a holdup to be arrested, saying he went beyond his self-defense, despite call, despite many calling him a hero. Was the suspect waving around and brandishing a weapon? Customers were eating inside a local taqueria when 30-year-old Eric Eugene Washington entered mm -hmm. and pointed a pistol at them and demanded cash. Well, right there's reason. As he gathered the cash, came a long man who said his wallet was in the bag, said badass motherfucker on it. Oh, sorry, that's the wrong story. As he gathered the cash. <laughs> he had a glowing glowing briefcase, too, but I don't know. And a band-aid on the back of his neck. An armed patron came. I'm sorry. As he gathered the cash, an armed patron can be seen on the surveillance video getting up from his booth as he started to getting up from his booth as he was sitting in and shooting his pistol at Washington multiple times. That's a weird sentence. As he gathered the cash, an armed patron can be seen on surveillance video getting up from the booth he was sitting in. Uh -huh. I would use the word at, but whatever. I guess you sit in a booth. Yeah, you sit in a booth, not at a was sitting in and If you're from New York, you're online, right? Was sitting in and shooting his pistol at Washington multiple times. Quote, he was within the... He was within the law when he fired the first initial shot, said the activist in a news conference oh, in front God. of the Why establishment. Why do cops shoot so many times? But we uh. believe he went from being a law-abiding citizen to a lawbreaker. What did they teach you with firearms, especially if you're in the military or a cop? Don't pull the gun unless you intend to destroy what you're aiming at. And then after you pull the gun and you pull the trigger, what do you do? Shoot to kill. You basically empty your mag, right? Neutralize the threat. Neutralized. Washington ultimately fell to the ground and died. He up and died. The unidentified shooter has not been charged and has cooperated with authority. Is there ever a cartoon where somebody up 
and died. And up and over. died all the time. Man's attorney yeah. released a statement saying in Texas. X's on their eyes. The shooting is justified in self-defense, defense of others, and defense of property. How about you not be a piece of shit and rob people at fucking gunpoint? The armed diner has been hailed a hero by many local activists. Said he went beyond, but many local activists said he went beyond self-defense when he fired several more times than needed to neutralize the threat possessed by Washington. Who yeah, will put these guys behind a gun. Here's in that the rub. Kind of situation. Here's the rub. Training. Here's the rub. Here's the brass tacks. Rewind. The armed diner has been hailed a hero by many local activists. I'm sorry, by many, but local activists said he went beyond self-defense when he fired several more times than he needed to neutralize the threat posed by Washington, who was holding a fake gun. Mr. Washington made what we call a, life, a bad life choice. He up and thought, you know what, I'm going to He earned take... himself a Darwin Award is what the fuck he did. He up and decided he was going to take a fake gun and go into a store and rob people pretending his fake gun is real. So it's not the fault of the person... Those who play stupid... Who was amongst everybody person. else in that facility who thought his gun was real because I'm sure he took the orange tip out of the fucking barrel. Where he did a lot of black Sharpie work. <laughs> mm-hmm. So the fact that this guy had a fake gun, now the shooter is responsible for killing him because he was no threat. But how are we to know it was a fake gun? Because after all, he wanted people to think it was a real gun. Quote, <clears throat> you do oh, not boy. go and shoot someone over and over when they are no longer a threat, said Cadence Matthew of the new Black Panther Nation. Uh-huh. He was actually in the clear he was actually in clear for justified kill by shooting him like he did the first time when he was no longer a threat. Is she saying he did the gun version of dragging his balls across his forehead? The shooter fired a total of nine shots in Washington, leaving him leaving the restaurant. Washington was shot as he was on the restaurant floor after he had been disarmed by Fo- uh, Fox Houston reported. I'm hoping the grand jury does something because if they don't, the message that will be sent will be the wild. It's the wild west. Oh, no, the message is, that is being sent is yeah. Play dumb games, you win stupid prizes. If you walk into a store with a fake gun that you've modified to look real by taking the orange tip out of the barrel or spray painting it black because most fake guns come in neon colors nowadays, um, unless you go online and buy a Denix, which looks like a real gun. But anyhow, no, the message is, is don't rob people with a fake gun or a real gun because especially don't in pretend fucking that Houston, you're there to harm people and take their lives to get their money. You will... I don't know. I, I feel the same way people who try to... People have lost touch with reality. Well, the people As who I try to vindicate week. or justify robberies. He can justify. He broke in your home. Yeah, he stole your TV, your Xbox, and half your life savings, but it ain't worth shooting him for. Fucking ain't. He, he... Well, if I'm at home and he's breaking in, that is now considered a home invasion, and I am in fear for my life and safety and my family's life and safety. Yeah, so... I got told by a cop one time Mm-hmm. Not in this state. That because I had somebody break into my house one time, front door open, vehicle open, all that stuff. I wasn't home. Do you feel violated? Absolutely. Oh my god, it's the worst feeling in the world, dude. It is. Anyway, called the cops. Cops came out. They're like, "You got any firearms?" And I was like, at the time, I was like, "Yeah, I got a 12 gauge." Okay. I got a Biden gun, and I and and I basically 
you know, we were going through the spiel and all that stuff, and he was like, well, shoot him in the knees. He said, if if you were here, would you have shot him? I said, fuck yeah. And he said, how many times? And I said, depends on my adrenaline. Five. <laughs> I mean, I, I didn't really know what how to answer. I was, you know, wasn't really all that savvy. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you shoot to kill. Five, because that's the only because that's that the, because that person has no argument against you in court. Five, because I, that's the only amount of rounds you allow me to have in my shotgun. Right. So when we got broken into in 2016, and I shortly got into guns after that because it's the second time in my life has made feel felt a victim. First time, first time was armed robbery in Florence, Kentucky, which is funny because my mom always worried about us being up at Columbus, and the place that I run into a gun problem is in Florence, Kentucky at Applebee's. Second one, we got. I get a call from my wife. Oh my god, everything's gone, and I, I fly out. And I get home. Well, the metro cop shows up, and and my brother-in-law had showed up too, but he had already put he put his uh his gun on the counter so you could see it when he walked in. The guy cop didn't care. I said, sir, uh, he's the one who led me to the blink cameras. The the cop. I said, so uh, if you were home and an intruder came through your door, how would you handle that? He said he'd leave in a body bag. That seems to be the consensus. When I lived in the the beautiful area of Hilltop, Columbus, where everybody wants to vacation, my future ex-wife lived across the street. Future ex-wife. She took her dog to the planning for it. She took her dog to the vet, and both her parents are working. She took a nap on the old couch, and not being the richest side of town, she didn't have central air like most of us didn't. We had window shakers. Someone, uh, someone (laughs) removed the window shaker and client in her house and she woke up with a fella staring at her with some of their shit in her hand to which she promptly exited stage left and she called the police now i don't want to get us kicked off youtube but i'm gonna say We're already now. there i'm sure criminals aren't the smartest folks in the world turns out what the fella who was about, standing in her living room luck. the fella who was standing in her living room stealing all her shit was her next door neighbor, <laughs> thus my next door neighbor, like literally the guy next door. They found him hiding in the attic. You don't steal from your no. And much like the police told the two of you, um, if you're ever in that situation, shoot him. Then go in the kitchen, get a knife, put it in his hands, and then call the police. The only problem that would ever give me pause is the fact that the family will come after me in civil court. But if you're living on the H-I-L-L-T-O-P, there ain't no fucking money for insurance. There's no money for there's no if you're living on the hilltop, there's no money for them to come after. Yeah, that's true. Because you literally live next door. You're just as fucking broke as they are. You're not living on the hilltop because you know God damn it, Frank. Why are you in my house? <laughs> yep. So that seems to be a go down to the alibi and get drunk. The old alibi. The old When's Pinky Blinders coming back? I have no idea. I'm not even caught up yet. I think they have like one season left. Mike, anything on your list of shit for today? Oh, speaking of Peaky Blinders, I started it. How does it feel to be so behind? So far behind. I'm behind too. Don't even worry about it. I have no idea how much shit I'm so far behind. I haven't watched Yellowstone yet. I haven't watched. It's all going to be a new world. You know, I. 1889 or whatever it is. 1883, which you should watch Yellowstone first. I haven't seen 1923. I haven't seen. I I am so lost when it comes to. I haven't. Don't remember the last time I saw a sunrise. I just, you know, by the time I get off work, I'm like, 
You're just I just want to eat and I want to go to bed. That's all I want to do. You know, and it's, then on the weekends and stuff, I'm so busy doing other shit because Don's like, hey, let's go fishing. And Ron's well, like, hey, let's go fishing. And excuse <laughs> the fuck out of me. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. They only got a fishing podcast. Well, you know, no, it's, I'm kidding. <laughs> it's funny because I used to enjoy the show called Hell on Wheels. Yeah, I haven't watched that one yet. To which either. Carrie would joke, oh, you watch your choo choo train show. You watch your choo 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 train show. <laughs> so Yellowstone came out like fucking six and a half years ago, however long it's been. It's like been two years, dude. Oh, you're watching a I was cowboy. Say, wasn't it like 2018 or 2019? <laughs> it was uh, mid or end of, of the major part of the pandemic. Oh, you're watching a cowboy show, huh? Is that like like your choo-choo train show? You went from choo-choos to cowboys? <laughs> and, and it got her, it hooks into her, huh? year and a half later, everybody on TikTok's talking about Yellowstone. One day after watching Yellowstone, two days after watching. And I'm getting ready to start season three and a half. I want to watch it. Now I'm gonna wait Back for you to watch. To the beginning, she did the same thing with Peaky Blinders. Actually, she stopped that. She couldn't handle the accents; it was just too much for yeah, her. Yeah, that one drives up my wife. I will say, you got to turn the Cockney accent. You got to turn. Do yourself a favor. There's no embarrassment. Go ahead and turn the subtitles on for Peaky Blinders. I did. <laughs> you have to. I had to. There was no other way because the way that they, I can understand a good portion. You can understand of that Tommy accent, and some, but some of the lesser guys. Yeah, yeah, they're just turn well, the subtitles on. Outlander was kind of the same way because it's in Scotland and they'll slip in and out of Gaelic with no subtitles at all. And so, um, yeah. watch Babylon Babylon Berlin. That's a good <laughs> show. That's um, post-World what War Babylon Berlin. It's a German mm-hmm. show. An interesting thing about German shows and European shows that just shows they're so much smarter than us. When they have a... Be careful with that German smarter than us. Primetime German uh, show uh, or primetime... Norwegian show, the Germans speaking German, the French characters speaking French, the Spaniards speaking Spanish, and the Americans speaking broken English. And they just put the appropriate. And so it's not like, okay, I'm the German guy speaking, you know, I'm the Spanish guy speaking German. No, they actually have the the nationalities speaking their own fucking language, and you just either have well, to know it or, for or turn on the subtitles. But that's a great show. It, it takes place post-World War One in Germany. Right. And, uh, you said Babylon Berlin. Babylon Berlin. That's a good. That's Ugh. a good show. That's Except good for when Netflix has a glitch and the subtitles <laughs> only show for half the conversation. Like if we had subtitles mm. on, it would show whenever I talk, but not you recording. So you only get half the conversation. Like okay, <laughs> I have to pencil this one together. That happened like on three episodes, but but I'm yeah, lost. that's a good show. Help me. So, uh, how far are you in on Peaky Effing Blinders? Only a couple episodes. Dear, yeah, I'm at two or three, too. Do yeah, yourself a I, favor when it comes to Beaky Blinders. Don't research. Don't research it. What do you mean? Based yeah, on really, true really, events. Just don't, don't well, the, 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 the based on is your loose translation, right? Well, the biggest thing is, is why do they call them Peaky Blinders? Oh, we lost Gordon. Oh, he's coming back. Oh, it's on purpose. Why do we call them Peaky Blinders? Because uh, yeah, there's that razor blade that they keep up in the bill of their hat when they blind people. Yeah, except for uh, when you do the research, Peaky Blinders was a terminology for all street gangs. Yeah, exactly. And they were. I, around, I think I was and, just. Hold a, on, uh, hold on. But more importantly, they were around before the advent and proliferation proliferation of widely available home 
safety razors, so they didn't have the razors in the hat. That's artistic licensing. <laughs> has Peaky nothing to do with their name. Just a term. Yep. Yeah, somebody. I think that was just an. Uh, no, uh, the term uh, came from kind of like rednecks. The term came yeah. from they the way they jauntily wore their hat. It would cover up one of their eyes. The peaky yeah. would blind. They're blinded by the peaky because they wore it down over their eye like that. And so that's where the phrase came from. It, it first got seen in a. I newspaper. wear a couple of them hats. I thought it was a horse thing. No. No, peaky it blinders. makes sense. <laughs> now on the show they call them peaky blinders because they blind people with their peakies because they got razor blades in their bills. But yeah, it was. Just... I think it actually is because of the street gang thing, and just people say the other. But no, you know. Anywho, yeah, but it's a good anyway, show. I, I got to blind myself for a second. Speaking of which, I'm, I'm only a couple episodes in, and I like it, but I have a feeling you have to watch a few episodes to kind of get really like into it because you got the slow burn yeah it's like in the beginning it was like okay here's these characters what are they doing okay. it was so like what's no, his name from what's it oh there's plenty there of character development like really huh there's plenty of character development coming don't worry about yeah. that yeah that's that's what i kind of figured because there was like no backstory or anything like that it just here we are this is who we are and, and that's it now if the like, tommy looks familiar to you What's his name from? What's his name? He, more widely released, he was the guy in the boat on Dunkirk. He was the pilot that they picked up in the boat that un- accidentally caused the kid to die when he fell down the stairs. That was him. Said him that played Leatherface on a... He was uh, also the Scarecrow. That's it, the Scarecrow. On what? Batman. Run, baby! I, I don't watch superhero movies, so I didn't see them. But interestingly enough, he's playing Oppenheimer on the new Oppenheimer movie about the Manhattan Project. Aye. So he's going to be playing it. He's going to go I from being a, a deep English guy to playing a German Jew physicist who's coming up with the atom bomb. So that's going to be interesting. Mm-hmm. Gordon, you ready for the news? Yeah, as long as you are. News and shit. News and shit. Yeah, now here's Gordon cool. with some news and shit. Feel free to jump in, Mike, on his stories. New York AP. You may have heard a reference to this may be happening on a different podcast, one of the largest in the world. Claim of mammoth bones brings treasure hunters to New York City River. New York City. Anybody listen to the Joe Rogan show a couple episodes ago? They had a guy out of a... A guy out of uh, a place named John Reeves. Uh, he's an Alaskan gold miner who has like six acres. And he said that this is exactly going to happen. And it did. Ask people what you may find buried in the muck at the bottom of New York City's East River. And they're likely to say a mob boss before thinking of mammoth bones. But several groups of treasure hunters have been taken to the waterways in recent weeks after hearing a guest on comedian Joe Rogan's podcast claim a boxcar's worth of potentially valuable prehistoric mammoth bones were dumped in the river in the 1940s. That's where Jimmy this, Hoffa is. Yeah, well, he's probably under the bones. No, actually, I think he was buried under a construction site in Times Square. <laughs> it's called Madison Square Garden. There's a documentary uh, where they interview his driver, and he said he saw what happened to him. But anyhow, go ahead. Despite the lack of evidence to back up the story, treasure seekers are using boats, diving apparatus, or apparatuses, and technology like remote-operated cameras have gone searching in hopes of the murky waters are hiring, hiding a woolly mammoth tusk. Oh, find me some treasure. I got me a kayak and a Garmin Striker 4. 
I think the chances Let's are go. just <laughs> as good as a lottery. And the people are buy those tickets every day, according to one Don Gann, 35, of North Arlington, New Jersey, who is a commercial diver who's been out on the water since early last week with his brother and two workers. It all started when John Reeves, an Alaska gold miner, who has basically got the world's largest collection of mammoth bones, tusk, and even prehist, um, sorry, Pleistocene era, like saber tooth tiger shit that he found on that six acres, six acres of his gold mine. Uh, came out to the Joe Rogan experience for an experience episode that aired December 30th to talk about his land and where he had personally uncovered numerous age-old bones and tusks in the first half of the 20th century under previous ownership, digging for gold under earth a trove of prehistoric mammal remains. This guy swore he ate mammoth meat, by the way, which is a little suspect. Maybe um, rotten by now. Yeah, it's been frozen the whole time, so who knows? Uh, some of the materials was uh, brought to New York City decades ago, but handed over to American Museum of Natural History. Reeves cited a draft of the report put together by three men, including one who worked uh, at the museum, that included references to some fossils and bones deemed unsuitable for the museum and thus being dumped into the river. I bet it was all like shards. I'm going to start a bone rush, Reeves told Rogan. He sure did. Uh, <laughs> bone rush. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, no. His, I saw that his video. His position is head boner, by the way. Um, the head boner. Before reading the draft and giving out the location, East River Drive, which is now known as FDR Drive, at around 65th Street. I got to scroll down. Wow. We will uh, see if anybody out there has got any sensitive venture, he said, adding later, let me tell you something about mammoth bones and mammoth tusks. They are extremely valuable. So needless to say, this has started all this, and... Uh, there's not a lot of people. The, the AP has re- tried to reach out to Mr. Reeves, and he's basically not saying anything. He didn't give out like he's a not, year. He's not one. Well, he was a guy who said that he's not going to tell anybody anything until he goes on Joe Rogan. He'll he he didn't that. say go no to my comment. website to buy the mammoth bone hunting no. kit. <laughs> no. So we got that. Um, I'll take $1.2 million, please. Thank mm-hmm. you. Stockholm. Syndrome. AP, Sweden's center-right coalition government wants to cut red tape when it comes to dancing by abolishing a decades-old requirement for restaurants, nightclubs, and other venues to obtain permits before they let patrons shimmy and sway their diet away. Tell me you've never seen Footloose without telling me you've never seen Footloose. Footloose Footloose. You know the best part about Footloose? (laughs) <laughs> he gets pulled over in the op- opening scene for playing the music and his Volkswagen Beetle too loud. A Volkswagen Beetle has one speaker in the fucking dashboard and it's an AM radio. How the fuck did he break any sound ordinance laws with a single speaker you radio? You mean it didn't have an aftermarket stereo back then? No. We knew somebody with a Volkswagen Beetle that had subs in the front. Yep. Um, well, the sound proposal the made when it hit t- Thursday. I want to know that how that sounded. <laughs> oh, according like to shit. the Cottonmouth like Kings, can. it's a little odd, but it sounds all good with two 15s underneath the hood. <laughs> Just driving into the base. <laughs> the proposal made Thursday means that the venues no longer will need to have a license to organize dances. Instead, as a general rule, they will only have to register with the police. I don't know why I said it that way, but I did. Which can be done verbally, not costing anything. 
Hey, Deputy hey. Dan, come over here. Put that put that bullet in the shirt pocket. For now, me. if we were a hackneyed morning radio talk show, we would have You Can Dance If You Want To playing as a music bed <sighs> under the story, but we're above that. Well, that we don't want to get a copyright struck. Yeah, we should um, have fucking got to pay the rights to play that pumpkin, song. Pumpkin, put some music on. I feel like dancing. Oh, God <laughs> damn it, baby. It's nasty. Don't worry about That's that thing. It nasty. does that all the time. Applying for a permit incurred <laughs> fees of at least 700 kroner. For all you jugglers out there, you're welcome. As it is now, owners can lose their liquor license and business license if police officers come by and find out that the venue did not have the proper authorization to let patrons dance. Motherfuckers, you've been dancing in here? <laughs> Why am I doing a southern accent? Because this sounds like some shit out of the fucking Bible. Well, he said it was Sweden. <laughs> Yeah, but this Hergen, is not Bergen, 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 Bergen. Dorf and Dorf and Dorf motherfuckers are dancing it here. <laughs> it is uh, not reasonable for a state to regulate people's dance, according to Justice Minister Gunnar Stromer. Uh, by removing the requirements for dance permits, which is to reduce bureaucracy and cost of entrepreneurs who organize the dance. That means you're out of money. You need to learn from Florida. Mm -hmm. California, yeah. Mm -hmm. Swedish meatball outlets, I mean, Swedish media outlets, welcome the move to abolish dance permits. I wonder if all the Ikeas have to do the same thing. Uh, no, they'll just sell portable dance outdated floors. and moralistic. The government proposed having a, the chance change take effect by 1 July, although it requires parliamentary approval. In 2016, Swedish parliament voted unanimously to do away with permits, but all the requirements still exist in laws, and it is in force. Swedish broadcaster SVT said that for the past 20 years, lawmakers from every party except the Social Democrats have favored abolishing of the permits. Hey, wait a second. Social, Social Democrats, Democrats mm -hmm. do not want to abolish the oh permits. My God. Social Democrats who say they, they are the most... Uh, yep, makes sense to me. Mm -hmm. Oh my God! Los Angeles mm -hmm. coming in from the AP. Also, great. A ninth, nine times at, and I am getting the benefit of this too. So is all the West. A ninth atmospheric river in three weeks series of a major winter storms was churning through California on Monday. It did get a little chilly today, leaving mountains driving, mountain driving dangerous and flooding risk. High near swollen rivers, he said swollen rivers, even though the sun came out in some areas. Heavy snowfall, heavy snow fell across the Sierra Nevada and National Weather Service discouraged travel. Interstate 80, a key highway between San Francisco and Lake Tahoe ski resorts, reopened with chain requirements after police. I'm drooling. Uh, I'm drooling all over him, goddamn self. After periodic weekend closures because of the whiteout conditions, if you must travel, be prepared for dangerous travel conditions, significant travel delays, and road closures, according to the Weather Service. Office out of one Sacramento, California, the University of California, Berkeley. Oh, dear God. Huh. Cent Central Sierra Snow Lab tweeted Monday. Holy crap, that's a mouthful. Let's try it again. The University of California, Berkeley, Central Sierra Snow Lab tweeted Monday morning that it had recorded 49.6 inches of snow since Friday. That's a lot of content. I'll tell 49 That's what inches. she said. That's a whole lot of snow. 
Um, a backcountry avalanche warning was uh, issued for including the greater Tahoe area. Now, speaking of this, we actually had our first avalanche death up in the Spring Mountains here on the 15th anniversary of an avalanche death at the ski resort that killed a kid by sweeping them off the lift uh, all at the same time. So, uh, yeah, the snow's a little sketchy out there, and, and at first I thought these were just some yahoos from the valley who went up there this time around to go skiing, but they actually are very well uh, endowed prepared people. I mean, there is a saying that there's no such thing as an avalanche expert. Alive. Very well endowed. Um, but yeah, they, uh, it, it was, uh, unfortunately it was a snow, the snowboarder out of a group of five four skiers and a snowboarder is the one who, 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 uh, uh, took the, the ride around a tree and, uh, needless to say, he didn't make it. So, uh, yeah, it's crazy out here right now with the weather. We need it. We need this for about 10 more years. So the lake can fill back up. Uh, and, and that would be awesome. Speaking of which, you are no longer allowed to film at Lake Mead Hold even on. for a YouTube video without a permit. Alright, now come over here, woman. Let's get this shindig started. Woo! Come on! Come on, everybody! You are no longer allowed to film at Lake Mead, even for social media. Or well, even if somebody who gets permit. their houseboat stuck in the mud, we got to bring the diesel boys down to get it. Well, or Sin City Outdoors, who 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 does these lake updates all the time. Yeah, they they kind of host. They're embarrassing the state, so they're trying to say, "Hey, no recording." Actually, it's the National Park Service that you're embarrassing, sir. Yeah, um, Netherlands has now joined. I really think we're inching closer to some problems. It will be sending also a patriot assistance to Ukraine. Netherlands Prime Minister Matt Root said Tuesday that his country is planning to join the United States and Germany's efforts to train and arm Ukraine with advanced patriot defense systems. Root singled that the Netherlands' intentions at the uh, start of the White House meeting with President Poopy Pants, the Dutch <laughs> defense minister, said that, I'm sorry, I just can't take the guy fucking seriously. Corn especially pop. when he... Especially when he said, "How can anybody let these uh, these uh, classified documents? That's that's irresponsible." Meanwhile, three times it's happened. Well, they've discovered the three separate locations that have classified. Here's files. the problem. This is where Trump's team fucked themselves. Is when they got all standoffish about it and said, "Oops, sorry. Here you go." Um, I think it would have been a non-issue then. Anywho, uh, so now with. Uh, Netherlands adding the uh, Patriots. Uh, I think we're giving them some. Uh, I think it's like nineteen of our uh, our tanks. Do you What's know the fancy Abrams? Abrams. I think there's some Abrams coming from Germany, or they don't use Abrams. They use leopards. I think maybe. Mm. It's getting a little a little interesting. I think uh, Japan today said they are now going to start helping out. So. Uh, the forces are definitely getting a little more solidified. Uh, it did come out though that that missile that unfortunately hit that um, that apartment that killed forty, 40 people. plus people. Originally, Zelensky came out and said we don't have anything to defend against missiles, but then today it came out that from Ukraine that yeah, that was we hit the missile trying to deter it, and it, oops, and that shit's going to happen in war. Unfortunately, do you know uh, why the Predator it, missile was called the Predator missile? I just learned this last week. Did it show up in a house and there was cookies on an island? No, wrong type of predator, but close. <laughs> okay. 
get tackled in, 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 in Fort Myers? When they were shooting the movie, The Predator, they ran into an issue, see? The yeah, jungle see? was too goddamn hot yeah. to pick up body heat with conventional body heat camera. Do you mean it was all just red and yellow? And so they invented the view in which the predator sees Arnold Schwarzenegger and the other people because using modern day thermal imaging, you couldn't see the the the, the heat and the air was hotter than the body temperature. So it was just a blank screen. So they invented predator so view. Mm-hmm. And of course, after that movie came out, the Pentagon's like, hmm, it's not a bad idea. We need hey, to, Fleer, let's come up with some technology. We need to make that shit happen. And so they made that shit happen, and that's the view in which the Predator drone could see, and that's why they gave it the name the Predator drone because that was the first drone system to use that type of imaging that they came up with after seeing the make-believe version on the Predator. Did you um see that video I sent you? I think it was from the Fat Electrician talking about the uh, cargo planes that can now carry cruise missiles. That surprised me, man. And I guess China is all in an uproar about it. Well, China and then there's people's like, why would you do that to a cargo plane to get shot down? It's because that cruise missile will go another 600 miles. Yeah. After it's dumped out of the back. You think the, a- the AC-130 was a badass now? Wait till it drops about 30 of those motherfuckers. Yep. Kind of crazy. Well, you take a commercial airliner. Mm-hmm. Take all the shit out of it. The seats Careful. are wet. Careful. Mm-hmm. Give yourself a little, a couple of doors. And you just take that fucker right over wherever you need to go and just Careful. let it fucking. Yep. Now that's taking the enemy by surprise. Specials <laughs> are faster, though. Yeah. Mm. That is a good idea. That's it. I got. That's all. Wait, 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 wait. Ooh. Is that all I got for news? Am I lying? No, I am not lying. That is. It. That's going to wrap it up for this episode of the What's in Your Head podcast. Thank you guys so much for your continued support. If you want to support the show even more, please head over to what's in your head.com or d-410.com and sign up for Patreon. You can sign up for a dollar a month, $3.50 a month, or $7.50 a month, but we would be perfectly fucking happy if you chose a dollar a month plan because that goes a long way to support what we do around here. And if you haven't done so, please head over to youtube.com and look for Digital 410 and like and subscribe to our channel. And you can support us that way and it won't cost you anything. Or the best way to support a show without costing you anything is just to share us with a friend. Find some like-minded weirdos who actually would like our content and say, hey, check out this podcast. These clowns aren't half too bad after five years. And uh, you can share us that way. But um, please head over to dhype410.com. You can check out other podcasts here on the Digital 410 Network, including Mike's podcast, the Tackle Your Personal Best podcast, where he talks him and his co-host Ron talk all things fishing. And... Uh, we got other podcasts, the What's the Scuttlebutt podcast, the Fail to Fail podcast, and possibly some new podcasts coming to the channel here shortly. But uh, I got a prediction, something to look forward to, people. For the first time in five years, Don and I may be in the same studio together one week. There you go. So uh, for the, myself, Gordon, and Mike, we will talk to you all next week. This has been a Digital 410 production. <laughs>